Happy New Year, everyone. As we begin 2021, many of us follow the tradition of making New Year's resolutions in hopes for a better year. But these resolutions often don't end up sticking and we ultimately forget about them. So what can you do instead that actually encourages follow through? We're going to chat about why you should ditch making New Year's resolutions and focus more on goal setting alternatives. She, a podcast for non-traditional conversations. I'm Tiana. And I'm Sophie. And And we're we're a couple. couple. Join us as we explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Hello everyone and Happy New Year again. We're so happy to be back now in 2021 with episode 44 of SHE, an acronym for Shifting Her Experience. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a message to be featured as our next Woman of the Week. Yes, we hope you all had a relaxing holiday. 2020 was a stressful year for so many people. So hopefully you got to spend a bit more time on yourself. Uh, Sophie and I had a relaxing New Year's Eve. We literally just made pizza and rang in the new year at home together so nothing crazy. Yeah we had a great holiday and a very reflective New Year's Eve I would say Um, although 2020 was a difficult year for a lot of people um, we are still very thankful for a lot of things so we expressed our gratitude for 2020. Yeah and Soph knows this already but I tend to get very emotional on New Year's Eve uh, just as I reflect on what the year has brought me and everything I've done especially if it was a really good year sometimes it's hard to say bye to it Um, and I felt for a long time that every year was like a chapter of my life because they were all so different so because of this and my emotional New Year's Eve trend we got to chatting about what a new year really means and I've never been one to make New Year's resolutions I don't really believe in them or like the whole new year new me thing you don't need a new year to be the best version of yourself yeah you definitely don't need a new year to be a better person um but yeah we got chatting about more productive and fulfilling alternatives to resolutions and why New Year's resolutions as a whole often fail fairly quickly yeah um but before we get into our chat today we want to start by shouting out our woman of the week ruby who reached out to us about our different friends for different reasons episode and how it really helped her in so many ways when thinking about friendships and how to approach certain relationships yeah thanks for reaching out ruby i loved that episode as well and we're going to chat about that aspect a little today too you know uh creating goals for even your friendships because one of our most important messages today is basically that New Year's resolutions can promote really detrimental expectations for yourself. You know, you feel like if you don't do everything on your list by the end of the year, you failed. And the funny thing is New Year's resolutions in so many ways aren't constructed in a way that actually puts plans into actions. So they often can set you up for failure. So one of the ways in which we feel you can better yourself is is to create a list of goals for yourself with no deadline and put your goals into categories. Yeah, I love this idea because I think it actually promotes follow through and it prompts you to think of realistic and achievable goals uh, in different areas of your life. And when we say categorize your goals, this can be anything from career, creativity, love, or like Tiana said, friendships. Um, Like there are so many categories you can make up for yourself and, you know, it helps to organize your thoughts and 
sort of carve out a path for yourself. It's really all about documenting what it is you want from life. And these goals could be something as simple as even just a word. Maybe maybe it's something as simple as happiness or relaxation, you know? Yeah, and these words are completely up to you. It can be as detailed or as vague as you want it to be. Um, I like to think of simple words too, like um, me time or saying no to things I'm not excited about or saying yes to opportunities or or, you know, don't forget to breathe when I'm anxious yeah. or, you know, saying I can do this, you know, things like that. Yeah, I love that. And just like outlining your goals is so important. There's goal setting and then there's resolutions. Like I'm a big believer in goal setting. I've been writing down goals for myself since I was about like 17, but I don't do it at the start of the new year necessarily. I have a running list sort of that I add to and then put it away and I don't dwell on it. Um, But at the end of the year, I do tend to reflect on that list though, just personally. And sometimes you write down a goal and it happens or you get something even better than what you even expected for yourself. Mm. So for instance, when I started making a goals list, I always put them into categories. And my longest list, of course, was in the category of career. And when I was 17, I remember writing on this list that I wanted to be a TV host on a very specific channel in Canada. And then that channel literally went under and lost all its money and barely exists today. So I reflect back on that and I'm kind of like, okay, I didn't check that goal off, but I got something better. You know, I got to host on other channels and here in LA and now obviously Soph and I are doing the podcast. So it's funny how your goals evolve into something else. And that's something you have to be open to. Ah, that's amazing though. I I love that story. And I agree. I like to set goals for myself too. I mean, Tiana knows I'm a big list maker to the point where I have an unhealthy relationship with my to-do list at times. Um, I mean, I'm always adding things to do over the next few days or weeks and primarily because I know I'll forget them. Um, But then I get frustrated when those things are not getting checked off. Um, And some of those things are not possible to do in the moment. So I have to put them on a list, but I feel the weight of them when I'm not doing them, which is my own personal issue. Yeah, the weight um, of them. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I set deadlines for myself and that stresses me out. So I've started categorizing my lists into what's a priority and, and what's not. Yeah. But um, yeah, interesting though. I wanted to ask you a bit more about goal setting. I mean, why do you think setting goals are important for you? I mean, even if you don't meet them. Well, simply setting goals or outlining your goals allows you to get to know yourself better. You have the opportunity to show yourself what you really want and what's really important to you. You know, like self-reflection, like we always say, only contributes to self-awareness and personal growth, which is really what we want. We want to know ourselves better. We want to be happy. And most of us want to do or achieve something in life, whatever that may be. And we all have dreams and a vision for our life, even to a very small degree. So outlining your goals to me is like mapping out a plan to get there, you know? Yeah, that's very interesting. I would feel the same. Yeah. So is there anything else that you do instead of New Year's resolutions that you've like found helpful for your own personal growth? Yeah, I mean, this year I really started prioritizing downtime. Mm. Um, I enjoy watching history documentaries. So instead of watching TV or scrolling on my phone, like I'll, I'll do that. I'll watch history documentaries and I love it. I know you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's my thing, you know, and I feel really relaxed when I'm doing it. So I guess prioritizing relaxation instead of feeling guilty about it 
is something I find really helpful for personal growth. Um, and after leaving my last job as a cabin crew member for an airline, I was very used to being constantly on the go. Totally. That Yeah, I literally forgot how to relax. And for months after I resigned, I was waking up in the middle of the night with bursts of energy thinking I had somewhere to to be and something to do but now I really bask in doing nothing (laughs) and that took me time though like I I'm not the best at it but I'm I'm getting there yeah I totally remember that like period of time and now that you've lived in LA for a full year you've really been able to adjust to a different type of lifestyle so Mm -hmm. I totally get that um well even just going back to the concept of new year's resolutions I want to talk a little bit about why we we believe new year's resolutions aren't always the best idea and why they often fail I think when we make resolutions, a lot of those resolutions are very vague. For instance, you might write down that you want to lose weight or you want to exercise or you want that new job promotion, but very rarely do we outline how we're going to do that. So when you don't make New Year's resolutions, you are sort of free to enjoy the process of life. You don't let yourself down with, oh, I didn't do that this year and I wanted to. So this year was unproductive. And like, also, let's just remember that you are enough. And the concept of New Year's resolutions basically tells us that we're not enough on our own and that we have to fix ourselves. Yeah. And I know 2020 was exceptionally a crazy year for like the whole world. And people could not wait for 2020 to be over. But I feel like every year I have seen people being like, this is going to be my year. Last year was crap. And it's like, the whole year couldn't have been like that bad or every yeah, year can't celebrate, be that like, bad. Celebrate yeah. small accomplishments as well, even if you didn't like achieve, let's say, the biggest goal on your to-do list or whatever, you know? Yeah, if every single day of the year wasn't amazing, it doesn't mean it's a bad year. Yeah. Um, but also, New Year's resolutions are usually you know, the same things that a lot of people tend to do, i.e. lose weight, read more books, find a partner. But self-reflection, on the other hand, you know, is completely subjective to what's going on in your life. So for me, like I prioritize downtime and relaxation because I used to be in a job that prevented me from doing so Mm. Um, that was personal to my life experience new year's resolutions are deeply personal you know and shouldn't be a trend to follow but a decision you make because you want to improve an area of your life and we shouldn't feel the societal pressure to do something Um, I was actually horrible at new year's resolutions my whole life I remember friends asking asking me what my resolutions were and not having thought of a single one. Oh, same. And how like low key toxic is that, that you have to think of something you want to improve on and you have to tell people about it. You don't have to advertise to everyone that there's something you want to improve on. Like you said, it can be personal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, resolutions, they didn't really excite me. If anything, I felt stressed out by the idea of looking at my life and figuring out what I had to change because I knew I would start criticizing myself then. So I would just self-reflect at different stages throughout the year based on things that were going on in my life. Which is really what you should do. You know, you don't need a, a new year to reflect on your life. Yeah. And yes, I do understand that the new year is a great opportunity to self-reflect because it's a time of change and newness, which I get. Yeah. And that works for a lot of people. But 
if it stresses you out, like don't partake in it. You know? Totally agree. And we also have um, this tradition back home that a lot of Christians or people living in a Christian country uh, will know, and that's Lent. Again, it's an opportunity to self-reflect and give up things that are no longer doing you any justice or take up something new that inspires you or that you want to improve on. Um, they are great opportunities for growth, but are you setting up healthy expectations of yourself is the question to ask. I'm even just thinking here, sometimes people need those prompts of a new year or Lent to uh, even think about self-reflection, which is fair. But I think we're saying that you shouldn't wait for or need these specific occasions that prompt you to self-reflect. It shouldn't be like, oh, it's a new year. Let me think of resolutions. And then that's like the only time you ever do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's like, this big build-up at New Year's that inspire so many people to self-reflect that usually gains momentum because everyone is also in on this new opportunity for changing themselves. Whereas people who are always self-reflecting check in with themselves often. You know, I would say almost every day. I think that's more healthy. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I think, you know, it's, it's like if I was to ask Tiana only once a year at New Year's, Tiana... How are you? And I never asked Tiana any other day of the year how she was. Or I could ask Tiana most days or at the end of every evening, Tiana, how was your day? You know, because like it's important to have that constant line of communication with yourself too every evening or every other day instead of every January. Mm. You know, try asking yourself every night before bed, how was my day today? What did I do? What made me happy? So true. I also think tying resolutions to a new year doesn't really facilitate change. Like, it's almost like a fad to me. You don't need a new year to be better or to reinvent yourself or to achieve your goals or create an entirely new life path for yourself. Um, And also, some goals take time and as a result, sets you up for disappointment when you say that you have to, let's say, make this much money by the end of the year or find love this year, etc. When you think about it, resolutions just open the door to you criticizing yourself. Yeah, and if you do want to write down goals for yourself, formulate goals that are easier to achieve and then maybe some long-term goals that take a bit of time, you know, like differentiate them. That's what we both really mean when we talk about like the idea of categorizing your goals. Yeah, because if you do reflect on your goals at the end of the year, sometimes you can see, and it's interesting to see, that maybe you were really accomplished or rich in one category, and it can be more of a way to self-reflect rather than critique yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So are there any resolutions in particular that you would find more unhealthy than others, or is it just like all of them as a whole? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean... I think the concept of New Year's resolutions as a whole can be quite destructive, but I always found the New Year's resolution of finding the one or finding love to be especially harmful because when you think about it, love is just something that happens. And if you dedicate your whole year, let's say, to finding it, it can be kind of toxic for your own mental health. You know, you might even find yourself like settling and almost catching yourself like, wait a second, do I actually even like this person? Or am I dating them because I said I would find love this year? You know, almost like forcing it, if it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always honest on the podcast about things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was definitely guilty of putting relationships as a goal um, until I finally decided to fall in love with me. And I know that sounds very cliche but 
I always had a very critical view of myself. So I gradually started to really like who I was and I stopped looking for relationships and I met you soon after. Um, But I needed the relationship with myself before I met you. Um, Anyway, I would not have met you if I didn't have that time with myself. So it was very important. Of course, we've said before, you know, you need to work on you and love you before you can love someone else. You know, we hear it time and time again. But it's interesting, though, because whenever I wrote down my goals or categories as a whole, finding the one was never on it. Like, (laughs) I really never prioritized that because I always just felt that if it was supposed to happen, it would. But if it didn't, then that's totally okay. You know, Um, I will say, though, that the year I met you, Soph, was the first time I ever put anything love related And I didn't put it on for New Year's. I actually wrote little goals around my birthday that year. And it's silly, but one of the things I wrote on my goals list was simply two quotations, love more. Mm -hmm. And that to me was just a reminder to give more love and be open to loving in any form because I really wasn't open to love. And that was something within myself that I wanted to change. Uh That's so beautiful. And, you know, like your birthday is actually a really great alternative to a New Year's resolution. True. I mean, we don't usually think of our birthdays as a time to self-reflect on on who we are. And I think birthdays are deeply personal opportunities to self-reflect on yourself. Nobody else is involved in the resolution or the self-reflection. It's just you. And it's subjective. And you make goals, lists, resolutions, categories, whatever you want to call it. You make your own. Yeah, exactly. And my birthday that year was really a time for me to self-reflect, even though I, I do it daily. This was a time for me to self-reflect on a larger scale. Um, But yeah, I just believe that finding love itself should never have a deadline. But if you yourself want to be more open to love, that is definitely something you can put on a goals list because it's you related and it's something you can control. Whereas I don't really believe that you can control when you fall in love. Tiana, the philosopher here, (laughs) just like educating us all on love. No, it's true though. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's why I'm saying that. (laughs) But um, yeah, that was a a great episode today. A good chat to start off 2021. Yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) So what is your takeaway? Ah, yes, takeaways. (laughs) Honestly, um, it would be to ditch those New Year's resolutions and Focus on what you want instead at any point in the year or decade even for that matter. Don't put a deadline on your personal growth just because society says you have to every year. Um, You know, we're always learning and evolving. So don't be so hard on yourself if you didn't accomplish everything on your resolutions list last year. But instead, maybe you achieved something else. What about you? What's your takeaway? Yeah, well, if you are doing New Year's resolutions this year, um, make it the beginning of a long lasting check in with yourself. And if you don't do what you set out to do, that's fine. But if you really want to do it, remember, you can pick it up at any time. Oh, that rhymed. Um, (laughs) But yeah, basically, I mean, it's not a fail if you don't do it. And it's not a fail if you didn't do it by the time you set out to do it. Um, You didn't fail. Well, that wraps up the first episode of 2021. We love hearing your stories on how you're living a non-traditional life. So keep them coming and follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a message on Instagram or review our podcast on Apple to be featured as our next Woman of the Week. And make sure you download, rate and review our podcast and share it with your friends to spark a further discussion on this topic. And let us know how you feel about New Year's resolutions. See you next Tuesday. Bye.